hit me. Hi, and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me is Justin Davis. Justin, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Nick? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, We're kind of in full swing for the summertime. Uh, I've still managed to play some VR, although admittedly not as much as I normally do, I don't know, in the, in the winter, spring, and fall. But uh, still got some gaming in. What about you? Yeah, I've gotten some in recently, but prior to that, yeah, I haven't gotten to do a lot of VR, but mostly that's because of my baby uh, taking up a lot of my time. Understandable. All right, so uh, Justin and I have uh, four games to review with you guys uh, today. We're going to review Tower Tag, The Morgan, Phantom Covert Ops, and Iron Man VR uh, but first, we got we got some news to go over. Uh, not not a ton of news, I guess. When I was putting together the news section today, I was just I, I try to do this in in terms of what stood out for me without having to kind of go back and dig through news in the last month. Like what what were the news stories that 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 were important to me that I thought were pretty big uh, to sort of avoid getting into the minutia. Uh, I had uh, I had two of them that were that kind of hit my radar, and then uh, Justin reminded me of an important one, which we'll get to that one, the last bullet point. Uh, but the number one thing that came to mind for me was that Star Wars Squadrons was announced uh, within the last month. Uh, that is going to be Electronic Arts' first VR game, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that they're releasing. It's uh, a game that has VR support, so it's not made exclusively for VR, which I, I think is a, a good thing. This is a uh, 5v5 uh, space sim set in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually really excited for it. Not because I'm a Star Wars fan, which I'm I'm actually not. I'm guilty maybe of being not a Star Wars fan. I can care less about the IP, but um, I I do like kind of these these combat flight sim combat games. Um, I remember playing and getting like I think the first game I downloaded for VR was Eve Valkyrie, and that game kind of died off. Uh, but it, it was pretty good, and and I like that. So I, I think that. Uh, you know, I think that this is going to be a, a good hit, right? Because it's on uh, all these platforms. It's on Xbox, PlayStation, Windows. It's on VR. Uh, it's Star Wars. I think this is going to get people into uh, VR, maybe who haven't gotten into it yet because it is Star Wars. Uh, I think it's pretty exciting. That's due out on October 2nd. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, that might actually get me to buy a HOTAS because I don't have one yet. Um, do you have one of those? I do not, uh, and I've never used it. I just I don't have the space, so um, maybe maybe that's a good thing, so I can save some yeah. money. But but yeah, I, I I know people were excited that uh, they did indicate that they're going to have Hotas support. Yeah, and um, it's cross play between all those different platforms. So yeah, like I have a friend who's a huge Star Wars fan, and uh, he's not going to get VR, but he'll play it on his like Xbox One or whatever, and uh, we could play together. So that that'll be fun. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. I, w- I wasn't sure I didn't see that, but that that's huge. I mean, that's super important because one of the issues in VR is that still not a ton of people have VR. And when a multiplayer game comes out, unless it's like a, a huge hit or a majorly anticipated game, 
it could have a limited audience and then the game dies, which has sort of happened. I, th- I think it's one of the problems with Eve Valkyrie. Um, you know, anytime I look at the reviews or people talking about that game nowadays, is they, they'll say it's dead. The fact that it has crossplay, it, it's Star Wars, it's it's on all these platforms. You're not going to have that issue. You're always going to have people to play with. Definitely. And, and uh, go ahead, Justin. Um, no, you can go ahead. I was going to ask you because um, I, I, I know what HOTAS is, but for viewers listening, can you explain it? Yeah. Uh, throttle and stick. I'm trying to remember the HO. Uh, see, I don't have one. Um, man. Something throttle and stick. Okay. Okay. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, I would call it like a serious setup, right? It's not like this yeah. casual thing. Like it's, yeah, so you, you have an actual throttle in your left hand where you can control the speed of your ship. And in your right hand, you have the stick where you're controlling like your yaw and your, you know, your, uh, the angle of your nose of your, uh, craft. Nice. I'm not big into these types of games. Oh, that's hands on throttle and stick. Okay. That's what it is. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. It's weird. I, I, I'm excited for this. Um, I don't play these games currently, right? Like I, I did get Eve Valkyrie, but um, I, I don't seek these games out. But I'm really excited for this. I, I think it's been a long time since somebody's done a really good kind of combat flight sim like this. I think it makes sense. I remember X-wing versus Tie Fighter was a big deal in the '90s. Um, I remember in the '90s playing like the Wing Commander three, you know, that kind of stuff, and and, and spending a lot of time with that game. So. Um, I, I, I'm very optimistic about this game. I think EA is going to do a good job. Uh, You know, it's got that, it's got the IP, um, you know, God forbid you put out a disappointing game with star Wars, people will go nuts. So, uh, I I think they will deliver on it. And I think this is a big win for VR. And when I think about all the announced VR games that are coming out in the future, this one is at the top of my list in terms of what I'm excited for. One worry I have about it is I think it's, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's only forty dollars. I don't know. I, I don't. That's uh. Yeah. That's that's weird, right? Yeah, I mean, Star well, Wars. Why can't you charge sixty bucks? Like, what is it about the yeah. game that if they are charging forty, they look there, at it and they say it's a forty dollar game? Yeah. There's a single player part of it, but I, I'm worried that that means it's going to be really short. Yeah. It's thirty nine ninety nine. I just looked it up. Interesting. So there's going to be multiplayer and single player, but the single player might be really short and then it's just a mainly multiplayer game which to be honest i mean that's the way i look at it you know i i i think that yeah it's great it's a a bonus when it has single player but i wouldn't be buying it for the single player i'd be buying it to uh you know play with friends right have a group of friends and a a squad of five and and battle it out uh against uh, other people online you know and 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 i imagine they're going to have depth depth to it and, and unlocks and leveling up and things like that so uh it should be interesting yeah, and uh, one other thing was that, uh, what was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. No worries. If it comes back to you, let us know. All right. All right, let's, let's move on to um, the next note I have here in news. This is maybe not a huge one for a lot of people, but uh, Facebook announced that they're retiring the Oculus Go at the end of the year. So the Oculus Go uh, was a headset. I remember getting this almost exactly two years ago it uh, came out in may 2018 uh it was uh the the first uh, standalone headset that oculus put out 
it was uh, three degrees of freedom versus the uh, Oculus Quest as six degrees. So I, I, I think what they've indicated is that, look, you know, six degrees of freedom is the way to go. Therefore, you know, this is obsolete technology and we're going to phase it out. I, um, I don't use my, I, I almost never use my Go, but if I am traveling, if I am flying on a plane, it always comes with me. So I found it very useful in that sense of like waiting in the airport and, you know, if you don't mind putting on a headset, if you have somebody with you, it worked out good. Um, and I, I found it's lighter. It's like it's more comfortable than the um, Oculus Quest. So if you're if you if you have the go, to me that's for viewing media or, or experiencing media. It's got a good displays. It's not a good gaming headset whatsoever. Whereas the Quest is the gaming headset, but if you want to consume media and watch it, it's not that comfortable. So. I don't know if this is good or bad news. I, I think there is room in the market for um, a headset where you're just consuming media. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not upset or anything like that. It's just. It's just some news that came up. Uh, I guess there's no big surprise. But the uh, Oculus Go is, is going to go away. Yeah, I never had a Go, but I had a Gear VR, um, and I don't use it at all anymore. Um, so I don't know. I think it's fine. Because I'm sure that confused people a lot. People that were, you know, probably probably tons of people went and bought a Go thinking it was a Quest, and people that didn't know any better. No doubt. Yeah, I can I can see that. It is it's got to be confusing, right? You know, you see this cheaper option, so yeah, I'm gonna grab that for, you know, a, a gift or, or or whatever. I just want to get into VR, and then being disappointed and saying I don't really see what the big deal about VR is because yeah, it's it's not a good it's not good for gaming. It's not great for gaming whatsoever. Yeah. I even remember seeing Go and like Gear VR commercials where the people in the commercial would be moving their head all over the place. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's going to confuse everyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, um, I think there, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if there is a market for this really comfortable light headset that's more geared for viewing content than gaming, but whatever. I guess if I, uh, if I traveled more, if I was traveling all the time for work, then... I would I would be using my go a lot more, but as it stands, it's just it's just sitting collecting dust right now. Oh, all yeah. right, all right, uh, and then this is one that you brought up that I forgot all about. I can't believe it. It's uh, the HP Reverb G two was announced. Um, mm-hmm. That is a headset. This is this is HP's third iteration of a, of a headset. So they had a uh, the H the HP VR headsets are. Um, Windows Mixed Reality headsets, so, so they're in that family. HP put out a uh, headset for Windows Mixed Reality, and then I think it was last year they came out with the Reverb, and now they're coming out with like Reverb 2.0 or whatever. I guess they're calling it the G2. Um, but what really caught my eye, I guess a, a couple things on why this is important. One, uh, people had been speculating or wondering if, when, Microsoft is going to have like Windows Mixed Reality version two out, right? Because Windows Mixed Reality, when it came out in 2017, was was impressive at the time uh, because they were the first inside out headset uh, tracking uh, VR devices. They also had better resolution than uh, its competitors, which was HTC uh, Vive and uh, um, the Oculus Rift, the original one. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you know we've got the Index. Uh, we, we've got the Cosmos, we've, we've got the, um, the Rift S. Those are all better than the initial offerings from Windows Mixed Reality. Their inside-out tracking is better on the Oculus uh, Rift. So 
you know, I, I wouldn't recommend anybody go out and buy a Windows Mixed Reality. So, but but boom, here here it comes out this announcement from HP Reverb, uh, and it's an update to Windows Mixed Reality. It's also, um, I, I, it's it's a partnership between Microsoft and Steam. So I don't know what that means. I, I the controllers are um, reimagined. They they look they've got the ring like the original. Uh, Windows Mixed Reality controllers, uh, but they they ditched the trackpad. It looks a little more ergonomic. Looks a little mm-hmm. better. Um, the resolution is, I think, in their advertisement, 2.5 times as amount, the amount of pixels as uh, the Rift S. It's 2160 by 2160. Resolution. In each eye. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah the highest resolution you're gonna get. Like you know, as far as like the fill rate, and you'll see the least screen door. From what I know, nice. Yeah, it's got it's got four cameras on it versus two, which mm-hmm. with the original Windows Mixed Reality headsets all had. So so better tracking, inside out tracking. Uh, it's five ninety nine, and uh, what well, the interesting thing is that this is in partnership with Valve. So this is good. This is a good sign. Microsoft's still working on stuff. They're partnered with Valve on this. That's a it's a great move. Um, you know, if you look at the design of this, it has elements of the index on it. It has like yeah. the index speakers on it. It has sort of like the index backstrap on it, like the back padding. So, uh, I don't, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it, Justin? If I didn't already have an index, I definitely would get this. But because I have the index, it's I'm not that motivated. Um, I have a, you know, I have a friend who all he has is a Quest, and he wants a PC headset. I was like, yeah, you should probably get this G2 because this thing sounds pretty awesome. Um, you know, and the the original reverb had problems with the display. Like there were Mura issues. Mura is where you have like unevenness in the the lighting of the pixels, and uh, you know, like in a dark scene, it'll look all cloudy, or or you could just you can see, especially in like for example PSVR on that display, you can see even in brightly lit scenes, I can see unevenly lit pixels, and that's what Mura is. But apparently, the G two fixed that problem, from what I've heard, and. Uh, there were also issues where people could see the edges of the display. It was like too obvious. But um, from what I heard from MRTV, um, he said he didn't see it anymore. So this G2 sounds like it's a really good headset from what I heard. Nice. And it's, uh, I see that's 90 hertz, which is fine. To be honest, I play most of my games in 90 hertz on the index, even though the index can go up to 144 yeah, me uh, too. You, you know, to, to play a game in 144 takes a beast of a machine. And even with my, uh, uh, 2080 GPU. It's just I I don't want dropped frames. I don't want to deal with yeah. that. So I just keep it simple a lot of the times and, and play that. Mm-hmm. So that's not a big deal. Um, it's nice, obviously. To ha- I like having the option to index. Don't get me wrong, but not a, not a big deal. That's at 90. If it if they dropped it to 80 or something like the Rift S, then I would kind of call them out for that and and say I, oh I don't I don't know about that. But 90 is fine. Um, did you see what the Fovis have they have they seeded that? Oh, I didn't see that. No, I didn't either. Okay, so we don't know what the field of view is. I, I imagine it's probably like one ten. It's the standard, I would call it. Um, I'm looking on the site right now, and I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing them say it. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I guess there's nothing. They're not bragging about it, so I'm guessing it's not over one ten. Um, you know, I I think. It's got to take a beast of a machine to run, though, at that resolution, too, though, right? I mean, you're talking like a 2080, 2080 Ti, I'd have to imagine. Probably, but you probably don't have to super sample as much as you do with 
uh, other headsets. Like with my Index, I super sample less than I did with my Vive. With my Vive, I usually super sample to 2.0, and with the Index, I, I'm, I'm fine at 1.5. Okay. I don't know about you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of games that I, I guess the most important thing is to me is, is the frame rate, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of games I'm happy running at 100. Like if I load it up and it looks good, mm-hmm. I'm fine. You know, if yeah. it looks a little bad, then I'll, I'll play around with it. I'll get the um, FPS toolkit out, right, and, yeah. and play with it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it there. So, yeah, good point. Um, I think this is uh, like like your friend example. I think if you have somebody that looks at the index and says, man, I'm not spending $1,000 on a VR headset. Or, mm-hmm. listen, I'm not spending not only $1,000, but I can't hang up the base stations in my room. Then this might be the go-to headset. Definitely, definitely. Um, and also, you can like move it, you know, into different rooms more easily. You could just you just got to move a PC or have an, multiple PCs in your house. Um, it's more portable. That's one reason I got the Rift S is that I could just move it to any room and not have to worry about you know the base stations. Yeah, there's something to be said for that for sure. Yeah. And with four cameras on the tracking system, I mean, it's pretty good. The the two cameras on the Samsung Odyssey that I had for the most part did the trick, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice having the index and like never losing tracking kind of deal because it does help with immersion. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes if the windows mix reality, when it does lose tracking, you're like, okay, this is not re-, right. Like your brain just does a thing, even though I can play games competitively, and I'm not at a disadvantage, but, but still, yeah, I think this is, this is good. It's a, it's a good price point coming in at $400 less than the index makes it competitive. Um, it's, it's more than the rift S, but you can justify it. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm not going to buy one. I love the index, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's something to recommend or talk about when you've got friends getting into VR. Yeah, I had an Odyssey Plus briefly, and I thought the tracking was, was pretty good. I was surprised by how good it was. So this will probably be better with four cameras. Yeah. But what did you think of Odyssey's controllers? You know, I I had used... So I had used the Vive wands a little bit before I got the Windows Mixed Reality controllers. Mm-hmm. And I love, I mean, they were fine to me. They were perfectly fine. The Odyssey controllers were fine. I, okay. I had no issues with them. And in fact, I thought they were better than the Vive Wands because they had a joystick on it, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, I only used the the Rift, what are, what are they called? The Rift controllers? Touch. Touch, yeah. I used mm-hmm. it when I got... Uh, last summer, the uh, the Quest to try it out. So I'm like, okay, I get why people love this. So yeah, the the touch was way better than mm-hmm. the Windows Mixed Reality. But I would say, Windows Mixed Reality controllers at the time better than the Vive ones, and the touch are the best, right? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you feel differently about that? My only issue with the the Odyssey controllers was like most games weren't for me. They weren't using the analog sticks. Um, at least back when I got the Odyssey Plus. It, it just wasn't working by default, so I had to use the trackpads. Yeah. Did you did you ever come into that problem? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Some games towards the end did update to use a stick. It's kind of like how they were programmed, right? Yeah. And because Windows Mixed Reality is, you know, not popular compared to uh, the Vive or the Rift, they they just didn't do a great job programming for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did run into that issue. I didn't mind using the trackpad when I had to use it, but obviously sticks are much better in my opinion. Okay. Oh, and then your batteries, they ran out pretty fast. 
Um, more, yeah, I don't know. I would always kind of put a fresh pair in for a gaming session, and I had oh, okay. uh, rechargeable batteries. So, again, ah. I, I use like I, I game a lot on Xbox, so I'm used to like swapping batteries out all the time. It just wasn't a big deal to me. I've never run out of batteries during a VR gaming session on a Windows Mixed Reality, but I only play maybe at most for two hours in a row, right? I mean, maybe okay. somebody's doing like a six hour session, maybe then it becomes an issue, but that I, I would don't be know. Me. Okay. Okay. So did you have, did they run out pretty frequently or? Um, I didn't have it long enough because it was too uncomfortable for me. Mm. Um, but I heard lots of people saying that, that the batteries died fast. Okay. So that's why I asked. Yeah. It's, it was, again, I never played more than two hours, so it wasn't an issue. Um, I, I do like the index controllers, yeah. uh, how the batteries are built in. They last a long time. It, it, mm-hmm. It's nice. You know, there's, there's plus and minuses to it, right? Like, um, you know, if the index controllers yeah. run out, if I forget to charge it, then I'm screwed. I can't play yeah. for a while versus when you have rechargeable batteries, you just swap them out. Yep. Yeah, so. I need to get rechargeable double A's, definitely. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear about people who have, um, you know, controllers like Windows Mixed Reality or whatever, anything that uses yeah. a battery. And it's like, how are you not using uh, rechargeables? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. yeah. My, I have a Rift S and that uses regular batteries and I just keep putting in, oh, dude. you know, putting in batteries that I have to buy. Use yeah. the, there's like 18 bucks. You can buy like these, yeah. I think there's an, 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 something like that. Um, right. comes with like four batteries and a charging pack. It'll last you forever. All right. You're good. good. Thanks. Yeah. All right. There's a, there's a pro and life tip right there. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's move on to the review portion. Help we, uh, guide you guys in the right direction of what games to play over the summertime. We're going to start off with, um, I think, my favorite that I've played in the last month, which is Tower Tag. It's the, I don't know the official name is Tower Tag VR, but it's Tower Tag. It's by VR Nerds. It came out May 28th in 2020. Uh, it retails for $19.99 on Steam, uh, but it's currently 50% off during the uh, Steam Summer Sale, which uh, ends, I think, July 9th, if I'm not mistaken. This is being recorded on July 6th, so by the time this goes live, you might have like two days. So there you go. You get rewarded for listening early. Um, this is a, was a game. I, I think this, this company is based out in Germany. This was a game, I guess, that was designed for VR arcades, and I, and I can totally see that, uh, but they decided to bring it to the home market. And sometimes when I initially hear that, I'm like, well, this can't be that good. I, I, I just don't have high hopes for an engaging game that was designed to be played for like 15 minutes or so, and then people move on and, and forget about it, right? Um, but the um, the premise of the game is is kind of very self-explanatory in the title. The title is good at describing it. Uh, it is, think about like um, laser tag or paintball. It's that it's a up to a 4v4 match. Um, you have your side of the map, I mean, it has their side of the map, and there's these towers in between. And what you do is you have a gun, and the gun can kind of lasso a tower in a way. Like you point at a tower, hold down the button, and it will start converting that tower to your team's color. And when it's converted, you can aim at the tower and kind of pull pull towards it, and it will teleport you over to that tower. So um, this is a game that utilizes a, a play space. I think it's at least two by two meters. It's not, it doesn't have to be huge, but you have to do uh, have a room scale. Um, you do have to have room to play this game, so, so keep that in mind. 
Um, there's no uh, artificial locomotion. It's just you moving your body around. And as you pull yourself to these towers, these towers are, are represented as like in the middle of your play space. And that's what you use for cover as well. So you're kind of peeking out, shooting your gun, and trying to take out the enemy team. Um, there's three game modes. There's elimination, uh, there's deathmatch, and then there's, uh, I think it's called goal tower. So elimination is that, let's say you're playing a three-on-three match. Uh, you kill somebody on their team, they're dead until the round ends, and then the round starts over after you know everyone's dead or whatever, and a team gets a point. Deathmatch is maybe five-minute rounds. You know How many kills you get wins. And then goal, to- goal tower is taking over the uh, enemy team's tower by getting successfully getting over to their side and then kind of doing that. I'm calling it a lasso. It's probably not the best description, but like taking over that center tower. Um, this is very much a team-based game. So if you're like me and you and you like team-based games, I, I, I play like a ton of Overwatch. I love games that require communication and coordination and that, that are multiplayer. Uh, I, I think you'll like that because this is the definition of this game. It's simple. I mean, I, I can explain it. Hey, you take over you take over towers. That's how you move around and you shoot the enemy. You know, that's, that's the heart of it. Um, if you've ever played paintball, I grew up, I, I played a, a bit of paintball back in the day. Same thing, using cover, moving around, moving your body around. You're going to, you know, if you play long enough and you move a lot, you might, you might start to break a little bit of a sweat. You're going to kind of feel good about yourself because you're moving around. Uh, it's another, that's another thing I think I look for in a game. Um, so let's, uh, I'll move on to, uh, the graphics and I'll, now Justin, you've played this game a little bit, right? Yeah. Every time I played it, it was with you and those other guys. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't very good, but I, I tried. Okay. All right. I, so I, I, yeah, I, I kind of pushed you and talked you into getting it. So, yeah. uh, I, I think I've got maybe like 10 or 12 hours on it. It's been, it's been a, it's been a long playing game for me, which is, which is a good sign. So I'll kind of go through each bracket, uh, graphics wise. I think, uh, I think this game is polished graphics wise. In, in fact, I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Um, uh, in, in terms of the look, like just like subtleties, like, like shooting your gun and you shoot the gun into the wall, you'll see like some smoke come out from it. And the smoke is just well done. Uh, there, there's definitely a lot of effort put into the graphics. It runs quite well. I, I, I can keep an, a steady uh, 90 frames per second. The only time that it dips on my index is, is like when I'm like almost above the map after I've died and I'm looking down and everything. There's a little stutter, but gameplay-wise, it's, it's perfectly fine. And the aesthetics of the game is, is... I'd be surprised if this is not true, but they definitely took inspiration from Tron. They, they had to. Even the team colors, they, they, saw, they call the teams uh, fire and ice. Uh, the colors are like orange and blue, very like almost like dead on Tron colors. So it's got that vibe going for it. Uh, I totally dig it. What do you, what do you think about the graphics, Justin? I think they're pretty simple. Um, I mean, maybe even a little too simple for my taste. I, I like more colorful. And uh, it's kind of a lot of uh, black and blue and maybe gray and silver. So that's what my take is on the graphics. Um, not, they're not bad. It was sharp. I don't remember thinking they were bad at all. Just uh, nothing that really caught my eye. 
Yeah, I guess to that and there's n- there's there's not a lot of variety in the graphics. Yeah. So like I, I I'm I'm a I'm a Tron fan. Like the vibe that they're going for kind of nails Tron, but it, it also limits it in, in terms of you're not going to see like these great outdoor scenes or stuff. It, it is very much what you see is what you get, and and that's going to be it for the game. Um, okay, sound wise. So, uh, why don't you, why don't you lead off with the sound? What did you notice about the sound? Did anything? I know you haven't played it much. Did anything stick with you in terms of the sound? Hmm. Well, you can hear the opponent's shots coming at you from a distance. I think. Uh, I I, I can't really think of. I mean, can, is it good at telling you like what direction those shots are coming so that you know? Yeah, I gotta like move this way really fast. I think so. Yeah, the yeah. only problem that I had sound-wise is during the gold tower game, and I think they're gonna address this. That mm-hmm. when your tower is being taken over, you can kind of tell directionally where it's coming from, but it's the same noise that when you're taking over the enemy's tower. So it can be confusing yeah. in that okay. sense. And and I think they I think they will address it. The de- I, I will say this: the developers are very active with this game right now. Um, I think they're really pushing for this game to be something and. In their minds, maybe an, an eSport, but that's but that's the vibe that they're going for. Yeah, I kept seeing updates on Steam for this game. Yeah, and um, you, the the soundtrack is is fine. It's 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 not like I would you know beg to download the soundtrack, but it's good. I think it definitely gets the job done, and it and it fits kind of the uh, the world um, that they're going for and the vibe of the game. So I'm I'm cool on sound. I didn't see any issues other than the fact that I, they do need to add controls in there such as like being able to mute people mm-hmm. um, you know it's lacking some standard things that should be in a game right more I think more control over especially just being able to mute uh, which which is coming too they, they, they have mentioned that alright uh, controls controls what do you got to say about the controls Justin I don't remember having any issues with the control well actually I do Actually, there were control issues, but I think you might have said they patched it where uh, like healing was kind of a little bit difficult, and uh, sometimes I felt like lassoing um, just wasn't reacting the way I wanted. But that might have been patched. I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, so they did. One of the pro- early problems was uh, you you can heal your teammates, and how you do that is you point your gun at them. And you use the same button as kind of lassoing on the towers, but like the uh, the detection of trying to heal your teammates was just really finicky. Um, you had to be really precise. They fixed that, uh, mm-hmm. so so that's definitely better. Okay. Um, you could play this game with one controller. You just use one gun, um, mm-hmm. so you don't need two of them. And they actually have um, uh, you can 3D print the gun. I think that only applies to the Rift controller, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong, so that's kind of cool of them. Rift S controller or Rift original? Good question. I know the person who I know the original Rift because one of our friends that we play with, um, he has that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I don't I, I don't have a three D printer or anything like that. I don't know if they have for the index, but that's it's a nice touch. And and I asked him, and he's he prefers it with the um the the molded gun for the game. So mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um, but it's it's pretty simple. I think they I think they addressed the control issues that were inherently there. I think I, I think they're better now. Yeah, and I think gunfire. I had no issues with that. I I felt like that was pretty accurate. 
Yeah, there was a, a small subtlety. I don't know if you noticed it, but with the index, I didn't notice until somebody pointed out in the forums with the index controller, mm-hmm. you have to pull in all the way in for it to fire versus like, you know, just pulling the, the um, trigger slightly. Oh, really? And then once you notice that, you're like, okay. It's not a big hmm. deal. It's not like, it's not a big deal. I probably just ruined it for some people, but it's fine. Yeah, because there's a click at the end. Is that why? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're going to address that too if they haven't already in the recent patch. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, immersion in this game. I I got to say that when I first got into VR, um, I thought like room scale was awesome. And I thought that was what made VR special. Like one of the first games I played was Space Pirate Trainer. And that was like when I realized how awesome VR is just being able to move around in your play space. And now it seems that there's a lot of games where you just don't have to, to move around physically because you just use your, uh, your joystick, right, mm-hmm. on your controller. Um, I think a, a strong, strong point in this game is the fact that you've got to use your, your, um, your, your play space. You've got to move around. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love hiding behind cover. I love popping out. I love being like physical in the surroundings. I think that's what makes this game special, and I think that, that definitely is where it, it hits a home run on immersion. In fact, it makes me wish that there were even more games like this. I think they got, it's not anything mind-blowing that they did, but it just makes me think, man, why, not, why aren't there more games like this that are multiplayer where you're moving around more? You know, I, I don't know. So that was a big selling point for me, and I think one reason I really like this game. I completely agree, but I, I also like single-player games that do not have a duck button, and the only way to to dodge is to you know like actually physically duck and hide behind structures and stuff yeah once they add the uh, free locomotion and all of that then that's what everyone ends up doing and most people just stand in one spot and i I was on some forums and some people were complaining about this game saying that they didn't like that it that it was uh you know room scale and that they didn't have enough space so I've, i've talked to a lot of people where they're like their setup is just like a standing set up and they don't have any room like so maybe that's maybe that's a problem that's going to hurt the game yeah maybe yeah it's weird because when i think of vr like i think like you have to have some space for vr and the room where i have my game in i mean my play space maybe at best is 2.4 by 2.4 which now some people might say man that's a ton of room doesn't seem like it to me so Mm -hmm. um yeah, don't let that like discourage you if you if you're listening to this and, and you like the idea of it. You don't you don't need as much space space as you think. It's too bad to hear people say that because I, I'm with you on there. Like I love the physicality of VR. I, yeah. I I think that is that is the definition of immersion. That Definitely. when I when I have a bullet coming at me or or the object coming at me, I physically need to move <laughs> to to, to yeah. dodge it. Right, like that's yeah. I'm in the game. Then if I'm just standing still. You know, Pavlov, you can get away with standing still for the most part and just, and just you know, use your joystick even to turn around, especially yeah. when you have a wired headset. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, in Pavlov, you're not going to be able to dodge those bullets. In this game, right. you can actually, they're not going so fast that you can't dodge them. You can see them and anticipate them. Yeah, great point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, last, last ability on this game, uh, that's a good question because this game is going to live or die by the uh, multiplayer population. And mm-hmm. um, right now you might have trouble getting into games. And this is where this is kind of the caveat for this game. Um, I don't know if starting out this game at 20 bucks was a great idea. I, I think maybe if it was like 10 bucks, even though it might be worth 20 bucks, 
that would have helped people take more of a chance on it and play it. Because if people buy it and they don't have a group of friends to play with like we do, then uh, and you can't find matches, then you might move on or refund it or be disappointed. It's early, so it's hard to say what's going to happen with this game. I, um, you know, take advantage of Steam's policy of being able to get a game and try it out within you know within two weeks or within two hours, whatever comes first, and and, and check that out. I, I know that the developers are being aggressive. They got it to go on sale at fifty percent off, even though it just came out less than two months ago, which is which is good. They're very active. They're listening. They actually just did. Um, they wrapped up what they called a uh, uh, Tower Tag Summer Cup. So uh, I signed up. I played with my group of friends in it. We, we got eliminated the first round, but it was fun. It was free to join. They gave away $2,700 in prizes and cash. Um, so it's really cool. I mean, they're, they're really trying with this game, and, they, and they, you can tell that they're passionate and they care about it, and they're trying to draw, drive an audience um, to it. So just, just be careful. If, if you're, if you don't, again, if you don't have a group, I would say try it, see if you can get in there. You might have to refund it or wait till it goes on sale again or, or it gets more popular. Don't give up on it, though. If you have a group of friends, I think this, is, this could be a great game for you guys because um, if you have a group, you're, you're set. You can just play, you can play with your friends. You don't need to have randoms playing. Aren't there bots, though? There are bots. There are bots. Okay. So uh, I don't know how great the bots are, but, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the bots can get the job done. I know that in their roadmap they want to ma- make better AI. Um, they send the roadmap. They're going to have ranked matches. They're going to have uh, different avatars you can unlock. So... Uh, they want to do more. I think in the forums they mentioned having more than one type of gun. Um, it'd be interesting to see what, what happens with this game. I think it can be a really good multiplayer competitive VR game that scratches an itch that things like Pavlov, even though Pavlov's really popular, can't do just because of the physicality limitations, right? So yeah. I think this might be the best game right now that's a team-based game that takes advantage of the play space. Yeah, I can't think of any others that... I like that. All right. Rating-wise, Justin, where, where would you land on this game? I, and, again, I, I know you've only played a couple mm-hmm. times. so. Okay, I'm not a huge multiplayer guy. Um, but, I mean, I liked it. I think I would, as far as multiplayer games I've played in VR, I think I'll put it at a 7. Okay, nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, – so I'm really hot on this game. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna go for seven point five only because I think there's room for improvement. There's things like you know being able to mute the other players. I should mm-hmm. mention there there are ten maps in the game. There's three game modes. That's awesome. Um, I think that just being a little little cautious between the player base that matters a little bit. Um, but I, I think there's room for improvement in in terms of the things that they promise, like ranked matches, unlocked avatars, uh, maybe additional guns, things like that. So. It's the kind of game that has that's at its base. It's a really good, solid game, and can only get better from there, and, and can go up considerably. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let, let's move on to the Morgan. I'm going to go through this kind of, this one pretty quickly, so we can get through the other games as well. Uh, the Morgan, which we both played, uh, I've got like a little over three hours on it, and, and you were telling me that you've played a little bit, but not too much, right? I yeah, I barely played it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, this is made by the Pixel Mine Limited. It came out March 31st, 2020. I think it was in early access before that. Maybe that's the official date. Uh, it sells mm-hmm. for, uh, retails for $19.99 on Steam, and it's currently 40% off with a summer sale. So 
Uh, that's not the sale price. That's the, the retail price, nineteen ninety nine. So you can get it cheaper than that. Um, I got it on sale when it went on sale like a month or two ago, a couple months ago. So this is a game that's like a it's a dungeon crawler. It's a single player game. It's in the same vein as um, Vanishing Realms. Mm-hmm. I said that right. Vanishing Realms. That's the name of yeah. it. Yep. Um, Carnage Chronicles kind of esque game. Um, what's the VR Dungeon Night? That kind of that kind of yeah. game, right? Uh, this is made by an indie studio. I don't know how many people worked on this game. Maybe just a, a, a couple, a handful, for all I know. That's that's the thing. So if you like those types of games and you think those games are good, then then I'm going to say it right off the bat: you're going to like the Morgan. Uh, if you don't like those games, then this is not going to be the game. For, this, this game's not going to change your mind. Uh, it's it's a, it's a dungeon crawler. I think there's like a princess or a queen or somebody that's captured. You got to go after it, blah blah blah. Not a ton of story here, whatsoever. Um, you're just transported to one level to to the to the next, uh, and and that's it. And then and that's it. I think maybe I, I've I've got to be like eighty percent of the way through the game. I'll probably beat it at some point. Um, but just to run through this, I'm just gonna go really quickly. Graphics are. Again, sort of like Vanishing Realms esque style, VR Dungeon Knight style. I thought they're 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 pretty good. They're, they're simplistic, but but good. You want to add anything to that, Justin? I think, from what I remember, I think the graphics were maybe a little bit better than Vanishing Realms, but not that much. Like maybe the lighting yeah. was a little bit better. Yeah, that's maybe. accurate. No, that's a good point. I yeah. I I'd agree. Um. Uh, the sound, you know, I haven't played the game for a couple of weeks. This, the, the, the music actually, I remember playing it and I was like, this music is better than it should be for a small indie game. So hmm. <laughs> good, good on them for, for that. Um, I, I, other than that, the, it was fine. I didn't notice any, any issues with the sound. I thought the music was particularly good. Um, I'm just going to run through this stuff, Justin. The, the controls on the game... They were, they were okay. The controls were a little wonky. Sometimes I'm grabbing things I don't mean to grab. I'm using the index and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, that doesn't happen on every game. So I think it's how the designers program it. I, the I, controls I got, were my problem. Sorry. Got you. Perfect. Then, 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 then take it away because I had slight problems, but... I couldn't keep my weapons in my hands. Like, they would just keep falling out. Hmm. And then I couldn't pick them up. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know if if they've updated it since and now it's better, but... It was just like the worst. I was in the very first room and I just could not get anything to work in my hands. And I just refunded the game. Uh, I, I don't know what the problem was. Oh, man. Index. Yeah, I, I don't know. I downloaded this game maybe in May and um, I didn't have those issues. When did you last play it? Do you remember? Yeah, it might have even been last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I can I can tell you they 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 fixed. It. I mean, the game is definitely playable for me. Okay. It, it was the odd thing that maybe I didn't mean to grab this or that, but not a not a big deal. I was I'm, okay. it wasn't the kind of thing where you know, it, it turned me off to the game. Okay. Um but this this game has uh you know, the combat, it's got melee combat and it's and it's pretty it's pretty good. It's not Walking Dead. You know, level of physics, but it is like you know you got a block and you you got a you got a fight, you got a block parry and then a, an attack. I think it's better than uh, um, Vanishing Realms. I think it's better than Carnage Chronicles. I think out of those, I think it's better than VR Dungeon Knight. I think out of all those, this one actually has the best combat. 
uh, in terms of that. So th I think they did a good job with that. All right, the immersion. Again, this game is is uh, you can you can pick up stuff, you can grab stuff. It's okay. It's it's on par with all those games. It's on par with all those games. Uh, last ability wise, I think for the price, you know, the retail price without it being on sale for twenty bucks, probably gonna get four or five hours out of it. You know, yeah, it's eleven ninety nine now. Yeah, that's not bad for eleven ninety nine. Again, if you like that those styles of games, it's better than Vanishing Realms. It's better than I'm Vanishing Realms. Tempted to try it again. You like do you like those style games? Oh, th this this is my favorite style. Like Skyrim oh, VR, dude. Is, Skyrim VR is my favorite game of all time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I gotta get back in there and play that, but I don't I don't know if it if it I don't know. I played it a lot when I first got into VR. Um, yeah, then I I think I think you'll be happy with it, Justin. I think they they yeah. fixed the issues that you had. Um, okay. So I'm I, I'm racing through this game because we've got other ones to get through. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this game a solid. I I think it's a seven. I think it, that which is more than I gave like Vanishing Realms, more than I gave Carnage Chronicles. Uh, it, it's a good seven. It's a good seven. I can't rate it because I haven't played it enough. Fair enough. Yeah, check yeah. it while uh, while it's on sale. You'll know really quickly if it if it's better for you. But it should be. It should be. Yeah. I thought that you know what I thought that there was some creativity in the level design too. I like that. Again, this is like an indie kind of game, so I don't expect much. But I was I, I go into a level. I'm saying, okay, this is pretty good. You guys had some variety here. That's cool. Hmm. I like it. They 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 definitely put an effort into it. This wasn't like a phoned in thing. This is hmm. like so much better than Carnage Chronicles. Uh, um, well, it's so much better than Carnage Chronicles. You know my problem with that. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's so much better than Vanishing Realms too, in my book. Awesome. All right. That's that's the Morgan. Okay, so you've got a you've got the next two games. I have not played them, so this is this is all your your show right now, man. Um, okay. Go go for it. Okay, Phantom Covert Ops came out for Oculus. It came out for Rift and Rift S, and also uh, Quest. It's a cross-play game. Uh, it's by End Dreams. It came out June twenty-fifth for twenty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, so in this, you're you're an elite covert operative with one night to prevent all-out war basically you get intel that the russians are going to nuke us and you got to go in there in a kayak and stealthily stop them from doing that so you have you go in with um you know this kayak and this this paddle the first you know you get airlifted down into the water and you just start paddling and it feels great i mean it it just it's just one to one, and I've kayaked. It feels like I'm kayaking. It convinced me. Um, and you have night vision goggles. You have a sniper rifle, an assault rifle on your back. You have a pistol on your chest. Then in the kayak, there's a little uh, compartments for magazines, and you know eventually you'll get grenades. Um, but they're like, you know, they're like noisemaker grenades or to, to distract the guards and stuff. So what you do is you kayak through the levels. You know, and uh, when there are enemies, you know, you're, you're going to want to use your night vision goggles to uh, mark them. So you, if you get them in your sights, it marks them and will, you know, keep them tracked. And then you can also mark, you know, objects of interest like generators, barrels, boom boxes. Like any, there's all these different things that you can use to uh, create distractions. 
so that the guards, like say they're facing where your kayak is going to go through. Well, if you shoot a boombox over here with your, you know, one of your guns, the guard will go, hey, what, what was that? And, and turn around and walk over to that. And then you can paddle on through undetected. Um, and then there are like generators you need to blow up to make something happen. Then there are, you know, there are like cameras that are, you know, pointing where you're going to need to go through the water. You're going to have to turn those off. So then you have to find ways. Uh, there are slightly branching paths where you can go and you can find like a lever that will disable that camera. And then you, that'll, you'll be able to go through that area. So the game's like that. It's mostly stealth, but you can kill people too. Um, you know, sometimes it's better to go stealthy because there are a lot of times. I mean, I died a lot. I died over 10 times in this game. Um, and, you know, it was because I started shooting people. And once I started shooting people, you know, they just went nuts on me. And you're just a sitting duck in that kayak. Unless, you know, even if you hide sometimes, it's like too late. They already know where you are. Um, so you're making your way through the water. It's funny. You have to suspend disbelief because, I mean, they have this this whole compound set up perfectly for you to go come in with a kayak and disable everything and kill everyone. Um, <laughs> That's someone that they weren't planning on is, is the man with the kayak. Yeah, they had no idea kayaks exist. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so the graphics were, I mean, they were, they were really good. They were impressive. Um, you know, I felt convinced as I was kayaking through. The water looked good. You know, you can take your paddle and you can hit the water and it'll splash. And um, you can push up with your paddle against, you know, like objects or against walls and it'll push you away. And that's nice. Um, so when you're going through, there's like reeds, reeds of like tall grass in the water. And as your kayak nose goes through it, the, the reeds will fall down realistically as you'd expect. So that's cool. But um, if you reach with your hand, your hand will just go straight through the reeds. You know, like how most VR games have always been, you, you can put your hand through everything. This game is, is mostly like that. Because I was trying to touch lots of things with my hands, but now nah, it's just passing through it, unfortunately. Um, the sound, I don't remember anything special about the sound, just pretty average. The sound, I mean, you can hear the guards talking. Well, one thing that's cool is as you're kayaking through, you'll hear these... These, they're all Russian, so they have Russian, they have like kind of comical Russian accents. So they're like, so then I went over there and she said this. You know, it's like an American trying to sound Russian. Um, but some of their conversations are funny. So that's a plus. But then, like, you know, usually I'll, you'll just end up killing them after that. Because, um, yeah, like their backs turn to you and you're just like, ah, I'll just take you out. Um, did, you, uh, did you finish the game, Justin? Yeah, so the game is four. It took me four hours. Okay. I heard I heard some people say five or six hours. I heard one guy say three hours. Um, so four hours, I think, is more more typical. Um, and I did I did videos on my channel. Uh, if you want to see the game, I, I did two videos, a straight playthrough of the game. And uh, so, yeah. I'm talking about controls now. Um, yeah, like I said, the paddles felt great. I didn't have any control issues with the paddle. With the guns, they felt good. They, they were like kind of like auto-stabilized. So I don't know if you like that or not. 
Um, with sniping, it helps because so when you hold the sniper rifle, it feels you know it's not shaking at all, and uh, when you bring it close to your eye, it kind of the scope just kind of like gets stuck to your eye, and so there's no like having to hold the scope and see it shake. So it's it was really easy to use. You know, it's um, probably a smart way to handle that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, but when you one thing that I don't know how you'd feel about this, like these guns are in like specific places, like your back, your chest, and then the sniper rifle is on the right the right side of your kayak. You pick them up, you use them, and then you can just let go, and they'll just immediately snap back right back to where they were. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about that? Uh, that's a good question. I'd have to play it to yeah. to give a, a legit answer, but I guess off the top of my head, I think you should put it back, right? Like I yeah. like that. Like again, we play a lot of Pavlov, and you know, you it's part of immersion, right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's putting it back. You know, if the gun just snapped back, you'd be like, well, well what is this? Especially because <laughs> the game is trying to go. I'm guessing towards you know somewhat realism, right? Like, yeah. It's not like a, an arcadey or cartoonish game where you can kind of allow that kind of behavior. Yeah. Yeah, like the kayaking is so real that, yeah, it just felt a little strange that that was just snapped back like it was had elastic bands on it. Um, and then, so, oh, yeah, when you run out of ammo, you, you pull a magazine from the front of your kayak and uh, you just put it in and that's it. You don't have to do anything else. Like, oh, you know, it's kind of yeah. lame. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, a negative. Um, I wanted to say the first time I, I kayaked in VR was in a National Geographic Quest game. Um, and, and that's when I first realized, wow, kayaking in VR can be really cool. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, but I sold my Quest, so I can't play that anymore. But anyway, this game felt just as good as that did. Um, and, oh yeah, so there are, there are comfort options. I didn't use them. I, I never use comfort options. I turn off the vignettes, I turn off all of the like snap turning stuff, but I read a bunch of people were getting motion sickness with this game. I felt none, but I rarely have ever felt motion sickness, but like I turned off all comfort and I had it on completely smooth, you know, the, the turning in this game, um, it was just like you're kayaking in real water, but on your controllers you can hold down a button and it'll make it do a sharper turn because there are times where you need to like do a much sharper turn and that helps a lot um so yeah the the immersion aside from the gun snapping back and the the uh the ammo just going in and then like your gun's ready to go it it's really immersive because of the whole kayaking mechanic um and you have to use your hands a lot like there are places where you have to use a blow like blowtorch to cut through metal and you know you have to actually grab levers and pull them and use your hands a lot. So it was a really immersive game. And as far as last ability, there are so there's lots of stuff you can unlock. You can unlock all these like uh, like there's even you know how NBA Jam remember that that had like big head mode. Yeah, yeah. Yep. This has big head mode. Oh, cool. Like there's all yeah. this crazy stuff like that that you can unlock. But then there's also challenge levels where you can do like races kayak races like but they're like time trials and then there's shooting range type challenges and stuff like that but you have to do really well on the regular levels to unlock them i only i didn't unlock a lot of them because i guess i didn't do well enough in the game um so my rating for this um 
I think I'm going to give this a 7.5 because it's only four hours long, but it's $29.99. Uh, I would recommend it, you know, because of that price. Um, unless you don't like stealth. If you don't like stealth, you know, because I know some people that just want to shoot everything and kill everyone. Well, you're not going to, you might probably not going to like this game because you're going to die a lot if you do that. Um, any questions? I think that's about it. No, that that's a good overview. Um, I'm not really tempted on this game. I'm not a person who loves stealth. Yeah. Uh, in, in I don't know in flat gaming. Maybe it's different in VR though. You know, like I think I was telling you this the other day. I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe I would love stealth games in VR. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe if it goes on sale, I'll grab it. But it doesn't uh, it doesn't if you give like a ten and it was like this is the best game ever. I don't care yeah. if it's stealth. Like I would grab it, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? What game is um, Budget Cuts? Is a, like, kind of like a stealth game, right? And I like that game. Yeah, it's I like, like one Budget of my Cuts ones. one and two a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now I I am curious to hear about Iron Man because people have been talking about this game for quite some time. Yeah. Okay. Iron Man VR came out for PSVR by Camouflage. Uh, I had never heard of them, but I looked them up and they came out with a game called Republic VR. Oh yeah, that just came out on Steam a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I heard that's really good. Um, but I haven't tried it. So, this came out July 3rd for $39.99. Um, so, before I bought it, I heard that there are 12 chapters. So I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm actually, I was first I was like, maybe not going to buy it. But then once I heard that, I was like, that sounds like a good amount of content so so I bought it and I haven't gotten to play it as much as I want I'm on like I think the fifth chapter now out of 12 um, so the overview is you know obviously you're Iron Man I, I'm curious before you go into that so oh. you're on the fifth chapter out of 12 so how many play hours would you say you've played on it so far hmm. I'm wondering how much content's here maybe three three hours okay, yeah, okay. maybe three Oh, I, I heard I heard it's eight hours of content. Oh, that that's actually pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, so the overview, let me think. It's All right, so you're Iron Man, and you start out the game just kind of like hanging out with Pepper Potts, your assistant. Isn't she his lover, too? I think so. I, I, uh, well, like in the movies, they became romantically involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Because... There are scenes where she's like dressed kind of provocatively, and I'm like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> I was like, "All right, um, th- hey, that was a plus for me." And uh, that's early in the game, you know. She, you're like, you know, hanging out around the Stark Mansion, which is really nice. I actually like that, you know, because you can sort of feel like you're a rich playboy type dude. And there's like really nice sunsets, you know, there's all these windows everywhere and you can see the water and the palm trees and all that. And uh, you can, so, but one thing when you're, when you're not flying, it's, it's node-based teleportation. So that's, there's no free locomotion, unfortunately. So it's, did you ever play Batman Arkham VR? I have not. Should I play that game? Yes. It's kind of older. Oh, really? It's, okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. And the graphics are still some of the best graphics in VR. Okay. But it's node-based like that. So, like, there's only certain places you can go. and But once you get there, there's usually something for you to do or something for you to interact with. 
Um, but you know, you'll, you'll talk to Pepper. You'll go over. You'll go into your garage, and in there that you can you can mess with your suit and upgrade your suit. You can like you can upgrade all sorts of things on that, which is cool. You can upgrade the types of weapons it has, the power, like armor, the uh, you know your your thrusters, all sorts of shit. Um, and there's there's these two AIs that talk to you. There's Gunsmith, which is this male AI. That's the AI that basically helps you make all of your weapons and shit. And then there's this AI called Friday, which is the suit's own AI. And what's kind of weird is they get projected as these like human-looking holograms, and they like talk to you, and they even fight with each other throughout the game. And like, you know, there's a whole story there, and it's 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 actually you know it's pretty good but the main antagonist that so far at least is a character named ghost i don't know if anybody's familiar with iron man i'm not really i mean i saw i saw the movies but i looked up ghost and that's an actual iron man you know character and um so ghost is uh mad at iron man for you know creating all the weapons that he has and you know that are all the weapons have killed so many people, and so Ghost ends up, uh, you know, hacking into Iron Man's, you know, fleet of uh, drones and all sorts of shit. So, I've in this game I've been fighting my own drone, my own drones, it's Tony Stark's own drones, and trying to save the day in various places. Like the very first, there's a demo, there's a free demo for this game, and I recommend playing that because there's a cool, there's a cool scene where you're chasing a, a plane. Uh, the Pepper Potts is on, and, um, you know, you're you're flying, you know, as Iron Man in the suit, and you're fighting drones and trying to uh, save Pepper, and it's, like, really epic is the best word to say. It's just really, and, and the, produ the production values are really high. This is, it feels really AAA, because all the music and, and everything going on, and, like, the controllers are vibrating at the right time, and it just feels really well done, like, the characters look really good. Like, they look about as good as you're going to get on a PlayStation 4. Um, but sometimes the environments don't look that great. Sometimes they look good. Sometimes they look like low-res textures. And the problem is it's PSVR. With PSVR, you're, you're never going to get graphics as good as a PC. I mean, there's some games that look really good, but... I mean, they're usually you know, a little bit lower res. This The panel on a PSVR is 1080p. It's an OLED, though, so it has bright, nice bright colors. And it's an RGB stripe. So it has a great... It has an RGB stripe just like, you know, Index and Rift S. So it's like very little screen door. Um, but the it's low res, so you have that problem. And um, so... And the PSVR can't push can't push lots of pixels so you're gonna have aliasing issues so you're like if you're looking at at straight edges you're always gonna see that you know like staircase effect when you like turn your head you know what I'm talking about um no I don't think so I so don't like do you do you see that on PC VR games a lot because I don't not I, a, not I, as much okay um, I have not very as, little experience with PSVR okay so like even on a flat game if a, if a, you see a line that becomes diagonal, it'll become jagged. Um, if it's if it's not high res enough, okay. you see a jagged line. 
Yeah. Well, you, you'll see a lot of jagged lines in PSVR. Okay. Um, maybe if you'd used a Vive or like maybe a Rift CV1, maybe you would have seen more. Yeah, it'd, there, pl- it'd be really hard for me to go back and use any of these now. You know, like we're just yeah. spoiled at this point with like the index and everything yeah, else. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So the game's graphics are they're good for PS4. I'm mean, I'll say that. Uh, the sound, the sound is really good. Um you know, there's there's enemies all around you, 360 degrees shooting all over the place and I felt like I always I always could tell where they were coming from. Um and I'm using uh bionic mantis headphones that i bought third-party headphones that i put on my psvr instead of using the earbuds that come with it um i just did that because it's just easier for me to like take it on and off it's, it makes it more like an index but not as good the sound is not as good as an index on that um let's see the controls the controls are surprisingly good so the jets come out of your hands so uh you angle your hands and you press the trigger to pull the jets and the angle of your hands and you can put your hands behind your body if you know you want to go forward and uh, just angle them however you want and it's really easy to control you know when you're in flight and you know so like put your palms facing to the left and you're gonna go right you know put your palms facing to the right you're gonna go you're gonna go left and you can double click on the triggers and I'll do a boost and so you'll get a really fast boost and you can as I you can like I said you can upgrade it and you so you can make your your suit even faster and get like turbo thrusters and shit like that um and then it's like another big problem with PSVR is there's one single camera and you know if you turn around you know like 180 degrees the camera can't see your hands usually because your body's blocking them blocking the controllers so you know, you kind of got to worry about that. So sometimes I turned 180 degrees because I'm so used to PC where I can turn all I want. I, I like to physical physically turn. I don't really like using smooth or snap turn um, personally. So I kept getting into trouble where I was, you know, physically turning and then, oh, it can't see my controllers anymore. So then I'd have to remember there are buttons. So on the left controller, there's a button to, to, to turn that way. And on the right controller, there's a button to turn to the right. Um, but this game was better at compensating for that than most PSVR games. Like if I wasn't in the middle of any crazy combat, I could fly. No ma- it seemed like I could fly accurately no matter what direction I was facing. So I could I could just do any of that. But like there are scenes where there's 360 degrees all around you. There are you know, drones and tanks and all sorts of shit shooting at you. That's when I felt like, all right, I got to start using these, these turn buttons. I had it on smooth turn and I turned off all the vignette and all of that shit. Um, so immersion, I, I was really immersed when I'm done, when we're done with this, I'm going to go back upstairs and play it until, until I have to go to bed. Um, I, I really like it. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that they put out a good game like that. Cause usually yeah. when they get these licenses for like a Marvel game or something, it's like they, yeah. they phone it in because they let the strength of the license sell the games and gameplay and everything else come secondary. Right. It's like, they just kind of make a game to fulfill a contract, but it sounds like they actually put a lot of effort into this and it's a legit real game. Yeah. I never played that Marvel United Oculus game, Oculus game, but everyone said that that wasn't very good. Um, that's why I didn't buy it. But this game. Yeah. I mean, 
this has got to be way better. Uh, this has got to be the best Marvel game there is for VR. I don't, I don't know what other ones there are. I mean, there's like the Spider-Man Homecoming little demo thing, and that was pretty good. But this is way better than, way better than that. Um, do you think there's, do you think there's any hope it's going to come to PC? God, I hope. Um, I mean, yeah, some of these PSVR games are coming to PC. Um, yeah, Republic Republic uh, was an Oculus exclusive, and it came to Steam. So maybe, maybe so. Yeah, it'd be nice if I mean, maybe they have like a year agreement with with PSVR, and and so be it. But it'd be a shame if it didn't come out for PC VR because it, I can imagine just how good it can look on that, and how good yeah. it could really be. Yeah, I'll buy it again for sure if it comes. Nice. Um, that's a that's a ringing endorsement then. Yeah. So last ability, um, I don't know. There are like there's there's different armors you can unlock, um, but I don't care much about that stuff. You know, I haven't beaten the game yet, so it's hard to say. Um, I but I mean, like I just said, I would buy it again, even if I beat it on PSVR. I'd buy it again. Just it would be such a great demo this game, but I don't know. It might I might kill people if I put them in this. <laughs> you know, because. I don't know if you ever played Jet Island. This is like Jet Island, but like oh, way, wow. way more, way more AAA. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if people could handle it. Wow. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I have Jet Island and it's, yeah. it's intense for me. I mean, yeah. not like motion sickness. It's just like, I, I guess I have, I guess I'm a person that has fear of heights. I mean, I guess oh, okay. that's just, I guess it's true. Like I never thought about that before, but when I'm in Jet Island, like, I mean, that game's, that game's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, but my hands will get sweaty and I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, and, which is like, that's the cool part for me. I'm like, man, my, my body is just, my lizard brain just thinks that this is totally legit, totally real. And wow. I, I'm just like, I'm really experiencing it to the max, which is to say too much sometimes. Wow. Yeah. And Jet Island's graphics aren't realistic at all. So no. that's impressive, impressive for that, that that game, like, you know, Convinces, as you said, your lizard brain. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's I mean, the graphics on Jet Island almost downright ugly, right? Like it's yeah. just so so basic. But like, I definitely get that feel of moving fast and and you know being really high up in the air. Yeah. Then, then damn, I'm curious how this would, how you'd react to this game. I gotta tell I gotta tell my buddy Kevin. I gotta tell Kevin from Buffalo Pinball to to grab it and maybe I'll I'll try it at his place. Although. Man, I'm always disapp- it's hard for me to hop into a PSVR game. Again, I don't have a ton of experience, but it just yeah. it, it look, let's be fair, it came out in 2016, right? It is it was yeah, good on them. I can't I'm an Xbox guy and I just see them dropping the ball constantly on VR, so I'm I'm yeah. never going to I'm never going to dog uh PlayStation. Uh I I commend them for doing VR. Uh it's just it's just tough to go back to it but you're having a good time and you listen man you got an index and you're enjoying it so so that's super cool yeah the only negative i can point out for sure is the load times are really bad um i don't know it's a ps ps4 hardware issue because it's just a standard hard drive it's not an ssd uh i don't know if it's the game or the, or the hardware but like yes in between levels sometimes you're standing there waiting for a while um it could be a minute it could be maybe two minutes of just standing there. Wow, that's that's like intolerable when you're a PC player. Yeah. Um and I remember I got Bloodborne when that came out for PS4 and that's a game where you die a lot 
and the load times were, were were worse than Iron Man. They were terrible, and I just I just like I sold it. I sold the game. I was like, I can't I can't play this because I just keep dying and waiting at these load screens. Did yeah, you ever try nuts. Bloodborne? No, I don't even know if it's yeah. for. Do they have a free Xbox? Oh, uh, well, they probably. Uh, no, I think that's a. I think that's an exclusive. It's out for PC now. I think. Oh, okay. No, it, I haven't tried it's, it. It's just like one of these Dark Souls games where you you fucking die constantly. Yeah, it's that's it probably won't be my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So what do you, do you what are you gonna give for a rating? What can you what can you say? Sounds All like right. you're really impressed with the game. Yeah. Uh, do I rate it on a PSVR scale or a overall VR scale? Why don't you rate it on a PSVR scale? PSVR. So this, um, yeah, yeah. Why don't you rate it on that scale? So we all understand okay. it's it's as a PSVR game. Okay, I haven't beaten it, but from what I've played so far, I'm gonna say nine. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's a, that's a go out and buy it. That's rating. in the buy it category yes yeah awesome like i said i'm glad to hear it do well you know yeah ps psvr man they're crushing it those are the most most people who have vr have psvr last time i, I checked maybe if you can yeah. add up all of the um pc vr headsets it, it, it's more but uh, good good on playstation man it's gotten a lot of people into vr and they have some great exclusives that's what i hear yeah all right awesome listen i it's been a good podcast. I, I hope we helped you guys find some games to play uh, this summer. Uh, actually, we're coming up on a year of, of doing this podcast, so that's pretty cool. Uh, if you want to interact with us, you can write to us at vrgamingpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter as well, at PodcastVR. Uh, you can check us out there. And uh, we also started up a Discord server that I use mainly for um, just organizing games. But you can come on and talk about stuff with us. And uh, just search for uh, VR Gaming Podcast. But other than that, we'll uh, we'll see you next month. Take care.